When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Dwayne's Wood. Always great to have so many of your calls coming through and your texts coming through. Dwayne's Wood for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things at Brick Lane. You can find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans. Melbourne United are flying. Sellout crowds. Uh, top spot pretty much locked in. And Dean Vickerman, their coach, has been good enough to give us a few minutes of his time. Uh, Dean, welcome back. Great to have you on the line again. No, thanks for having me. Uh, you are locked into top spot. They can't catch you, Perth, can they, even though uh, you've both got two games left? Yeah, mathematically, um, there's still an equation there. And, you know, we'd have to lose both games by, you know, 20-plus, and Perth would probably have to win both games by about the same margin as well. So, um, yeah. You played it out as well the last quarter. You weren't that happy with it against New Zealand. You were up by 23, but you played it right out. So was that in your mind, the percentage issue? Um, you know, yeah, you know, the last two games we've been up by twenty three and twenty nine and we haven't um you know, we haven't played as well as we wanted to in that fourth quarter. Um obviously teams are you know, are desperate to to come back and New Zealand uh, you know, points is really important to them, you know, for us. Um, you know, we're in a position if we just win one more game we get top spot locked in. So it wasn't so concerned about the percentage, just wanted our starting group to you know, really come out aggressive in that first four minutes, and we just didn't quite get that done. I noticed you left Chris Goulding out there as well late. I thought you'd be taking him off, given that you had kind of the game in your keeping, even though they did cut it back to make it theoretical that they could get back into it and, and give you a scare. But you left Chris Goulding out there. He wasn't taking as many shots, but is that because you wanted him to, to lead them all the way to the wire? Yeah, you know, what part of our um, build-up to the playoffs is, is making sure that everybody's ready for, you know, what could happen in the playoffs. And there was an opportunity there to to play Chris, you know, the full fourth quarter, and which is, you know, something in big games that we have been able to do and manage it with timeouts and, and do that. So I thought that, you know, there's one little fitness component for him to being able to play 10 minutes in a row. And it's probably it's one of the only guys in our team that, um, you know, we ask to do that at different times. So now we've got that quarter in with him, uh, Cairns and Wollongong. You know, I don't suspect that we'll, we'll go that way. Because in theory, you're going to be taking away overtime in the playoffs, aren't you? So you're going to need the, the ability to get four minutes out of guys late in games when they're fatigued? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we've, we've had our playoff and, uh, I'm sorry, overtime and double overtime games this year. Uh, we'll go back and, you know, look at how we managed our bodies through those ones. Um, yeah, it's just a massive preparation phase these, these next two or three weeks in, in getting ready for the playoffs. Delhi looks good as well. I mean, I think he's 
averaging more assists per game than any other player in the comp. So, I mean, statistically, he's kind of getting the job done, but he looks fairly sprightly at the moment. Yeah, no, he's got his body back to a, um, where he was a, a couple of months ago. He's had a couple of little niggles and, and things, but, um, yeah, he's as healthy as he's been. There's, there's still another, you know, 5% that we think we can get out of his body um, of improvement, you know, heading towards the playoffs as well. So we'll manage him, him well over this uh, the fever break. Um, but, yeah, leading the league in assists, which is outstanding. We went back and in review. There was another four lob passes that we had at, a, at the rim that we just didn't quite connect on. And Luke Travis and Ariel Huckforty and, um, you know, we've got great lob threats. And, and, and if we nailed those ones, you know, he probably could have had 10, 10 assists the other night. And speaking of Delhi, how many of you guys will be going to Paris? How many are locked in, do you think, to, to actually getting there? Oh, that's a that's a great question. I'm probably not I'm not not the one to to answer it, but um, you know, obviously the guy, you know, Delhi and and CG have been a part of the you know the Boomers for a long time. Right now, I think they've had the type of season um, that they would want to put themselves in. You know, contention um, for those spots to to go away and. You know, CG shot the basketball and fantastically. Delhi's defended and you know got everybody else involved. And you know, I see those elements being a, um, a a real need for the Boomers. So, have you looked at their squad? Who else do you think is worthy of at least being in the equation? Oh, you know, the the elite guys in the NBL. There's only going to be a, a, a you know a couple of those you know get an opportunity to go away. Um, yeah, there's been some, you know, DJs obviously come back into Adelaide and had a fantastic mm. season in a shooting guard spot. Um, you know, Soaps has had an amazing mm. season as well. Um, you know, Pinder was in the squad last year as as well. So he's, you know, really running into form at the moment. So, yeah, the number of NBL guys that are really going to, um, you know, challenge for, for, for the squad um, and get to that camp and, and give himself the opportunity to go away. Because NBL minutes, I mean, there's a couple of guys in the NBA that aren't getting the minutes, perhaps, isn't there at the moment? So it's a, you're, I mean, you've coached the Boomers. You're part of the, the group that is coaching this Boomers team over the course of their winding their way to Paris. So, you know, the minutes on court playing against, you know, really hot opposition counts for a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, Jacob Chance on our staff is, um, you know, he's going to be with the Boomers in the next um I believe with the next window that's coming up, the fever window, and then um, you know go right through to Paris as well. So um, yeah, we have we have chats about the Boomers, and um, you know it's always going to be a, a crazy tough decision um, about you know guys maybe not playing enough minutes, but you know have have really been fantastic in international campaigns versus guys who are you know playing a lot at the moment. So yeah, tough decisions to make. And speaking of fantastic, Shay Ellie. Um I think there's a lot of talk about him being Defensive Player of the Year. Your defence is awesome to watch. I mean, I was there, obviously, on Sunday. But to see how you defend, it's it's a huge part of the NBL. It's a huge part of every sport. It's almost defence wins championships in a lot of different sports. But uh, you seem to have it ripe at the moment. Yeah, and it's, and it's not easy what we're, what we're asking of guys to do with the, the pick-up, full court, the... Um, the ability to fight over screens, you know, the, the, the energy that, that exerts. And then, you know, I thought we were fantastic at just really driving and putting our feet in the paint the other day and Delhi and 
um, shade, you know, just drawing fouls on the opposition team. And, you know, that, that, that spent a lot of energy. And I can actually, when I watched it back, I was like, wow, you've done a great job to establish a 23-point lead. Uh, the way that we're playing, um, you know, are we fit enough to carry that through for the full 40 minutes? And um, Shay's a guy, when he's playing relentless like that, you know, at the, about the four minutes, you know, he starts to, starts to like, I'm not sure if I can keep going at this level and we keep pushing him a few more possessions to get that done. But he's been outstanding and, you know, a great candidate for, for Defensive Player of the Year. You don't tend to hound the refs either, Dean. It, it, does the squeaky wheel get the oil in the NBL or do you just not worry about it so much? I don't know. Hopefully I'm, I'm getting better. I watch myself <laughs> back sometimes and, and you know, it's, I'm screaming for fouls. And I think they, you know, they respond better to if you ask quality questions and, you know, if you just scream at them, it's like, what can I do if you're just screaming at me? Just, you know, ask a good question. And, and so it's, it's always a work on it. It's an emotional game and they're often right next to you. And um, so, yeah, you can turn to them and with a little bit of angst and, and stuff. But, yeah, you know, they've got a tough job. Um, our league has talented people and um, we're trying to look for every loophole, you know, possible, both players and coaches and everybody. And, um, you know, the referees are, are doing their best. I was just noticing how much Motty Maud tends to stalk the sideline. He must wear a pair of shoes out every game. So you tend to just get into that swap position, almost holding yourself back. Yeah, I think we, we fight for ground a little bit, you know, just above the foul line extended with the, with the referees. And there's kind of a, it's like, you, you go past me. And there was a bit of a conversation about where we stand to, to, to get the best view. Um, but yeah, you know, um, Modi, everybody, you know, every, every coach in this league is, is trying to find a little advantage or coach the way that they do. And, and some, we got stalkers, we got people that are, you know, sitting right, sitting on the bench, but, you know, everybody's into it. And it's, it's one of the great parts of our game about being a coach. You know, you're so, you can be so involved in the game standing right where the referees are. You used your coach challenge early as well. Do you like that rule? Um, and often you try and save it for late, but you used it early and won? Yeah, well, now we had the conversation recently about, hey, in playoff preparation, I really don't want to use my coach challenge. Let's save this for the for the last couple of minutes. And just, you know, in, in a key game, in a um, in a playoff game, we, you want to have that tool in your belt to be able to use. Um, so we need to be 100% sure if we're going to use it before that period. And, and, and Delhi was adamant that, um, you know, we should go for this one. And, and we did. We won it. And it was a, you know, Wilmerdale White's third foul, I think. We got an and one out of it. There was, it was great value to, you know, actually picking that one up. And the, the crowd energy, I've been talking about moving your games to Rod Laver Arena, but being in amongst that crowd at John Kane, it kind of, Rams home the fact that you're probably better off there making it a sellout game and having that cauldron effect in your favour, a bit like Jungle is for the Wildcats every game they play, as opposed to playing in a, a giant arena where you might have a heap of spare seats. Yeah, and no, I think it's even better than, the, you know, maybe the old Jungle in a smaller mm. venue where it was packed out the whole time. You know, this current one that they've got is huge and, and to get a sellout there is, you know, an unbelievable effort. So... Yeah, I love our venue, you know, keeping it at that, you know, just over 10,000 people sold out loud. Um, and, 
yeah, they'll, at some point they'll create a demand so much that we need to go somewhere else. But yeah, right now let's just enjoy these sellout crowds and the, and the energy it brings. No, you got another one coming Sunday. So two more games left for Melbourne United for those unaware. Cairns in Cairns and then Illawarra at home on Sunday. So uh, big finish coming, Dean. Always great to have you on the show. And congratulations on what you've been able to put together again this season. Thanks, mate. Yeah, look forward to these last two games and, and, and playoffs. Yeah, looking forward to talking to you as well. Dean Vickham and Melbourne United coach, uh, they are really cranking it up at the moment. It's a fun watch if you haven't been to an NBL game or seen one on telly, uh, the way Melbourne United play it with that hard defence and still able to put big scores up. Uh, it's awesome to watch. Great to have your company on Dwayne's Watch. Dwayne's Watch for Brick Lane Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brick Lane in all good bottle shops. And we're here for Athena Home Loans. Be rewarded for your loyalty at Athena Home Loans.